0: So when I work with clients, we work on the process. So we work on the step-by-step process to to do that. So helping them to get clear on aligning their book to their business. And that helps it to be the right book, being really clear on their topic and not trying to write too much. Because I think all of us, we've got so much knowledge we could put into a book. But what is it for that book? It may be that there's 20 books that need to be written, but the first book might give an overview and the first book might touch on something else. But always think about your reader's journey as well. So where can you help them after the book? So the book isn't just the overall thing and you want to sell thousands and thousands of copy. It's also for those of them that need more support, how do you actually then help them to take the next step with you in a way that feels
1: right? Welcome to the Get Real About Business podcast, where we uncover the real deal about automation, getting leads, retargeting and sales funnels. You know, the stuff that'll actually make you money and doesn't empty your wallet. Get valuable, actionable information from me and other experts in the online marketing space, which will boost your business beyond its current boundaries. Prepare for some hot tips today. I'll be your host, Clive Maloney. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Real About Business podcast. This is episode 16, and boy, have I got a good show for you today. If you've listened to this before, you probably know that this whole thing is just about giving you some ideas. And some strategies and some things that you can do in order to grow your business and affect the bottom line. Not only that, but what you do is important. So it's also about helping you spread your message and make a bigger difference in the world. While I'm always happy to share ideas and strategies and, and things that I've tried out myself. So I am a business coach and I work with lots of small business owners. What I also like to do sometimes is to get a guest on the show who's an expert in their own right. And we did that on episode 15 where we spoke to Jeff Spires and that was a really interesting interview, getting him on there. And he was talking about building your tribe. If you haven't checked that out yet, then do make sure that you go back and do that. It was a really, really interesting show. So how do you go and top that? Well, I'm not sure that we topped it, but we've got something equally as good today. And we've got another guest speaker and it's Karen Williams. Uh, Karen Williams is a five-time author and she's a book marketing coach and she's worked as a business coach herself. She's a master NLP practitioner, that's neuro-linguistic programming. She spends her time helping other people write a book and get it out there and make money from their book. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, how you actually go about writing a book and launching it and marketing it so that you can make some good money on the back of it. Not only just that, but use it as a way of building credibility and authority for you as an expert in your field. And that's something that Karen Williams is very good at. In fact, she's just written her fifth book. The book is called Book Marketing Made Simple. It launches on Wednesday the 7th of June. So it comes out in a little under a week. Now, it was interesting how I found out about this. Uh, basically, Karen Williams and I have been connected for many, many years. But we haven't spoken for a while. It's been a few years since I last heard from her. We're both members of a a coaching circuit and uh, sometimes Karen Williams comes over and does a, a talk at a group I used to go to, the Essex Coaching Group. Since I hadn't been up there for a while and Karen Williams hasn't been down there either, then we've kind of fallen out of touch. It was only Karen reaching out recently to tell me about what she's doing that prompted me to think, well, look, you know, hey, let's get her on the show and pick her brains around how you can write your own book and make some money from it. So that's what we're going to be doing today. And as always, what I like to do as well is to make things a little easier for you rather than take notes and jot everything down that Karen shares, because there are some good tips here. I've been mining for gold, and she's been happy to give it. What I've done is put together a cheat sheet with all the notes and the tips that she gives, and you can go and get that. It's on my show notes page. Just head on over to getrealaboutbusiness.com forward slash 16. That's where you find the notes for today's show and you'll be able to download that cheat sheet. So I'm not one for big mindless chit chat, I want to get down to business. Let's do it, here's Karen Williams. Karen, before we get going, I've got to say to you, well done on writing, this is your fifth book now, yeah?
0: It is, it is Clive, yeah. I did say never again after the first one, and then suddenly I'm on book number five. I'm not quite sure how that happened over the last few years.
1: I'm somebody who's dreaming about writing their first book. And I, I've done it for many years, thought about, oh, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book. And you've done five.
0: So when's yours coming out then, Clive?
1: <laughs> <laughs> someday. And you know what to say about someday, don't they? Yeah. Someday
0: has to be, well, when it, well yeah. that's why I'm asking that question. When?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have to press me on that one. Anyway, I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about you. You've just brought out your fifth book, and I've got it in my hands right now, Book Marketing Made Simple. And this comes out, I see, you've just brought it out. This is coming out on the 7th of June, is that right?
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Yep. 7th of June. The reason for you to bring this out, I know we're going to talk about this a lot today, but for part for you, the reason for bringing this out is to supplement what you're doing in your business. and it's part of your business growth strategy. Is that right?
0: Yeah, um, I've been a book mentor for the last few years, Um, business coach before that, and it's my fifth book. My third one was all about how to write a book, and this is all about how to market it. And I found that I was saying the same things again and again with my clients when it came to marketing. I was saying, you know, these are the things you should do, and I thought, I just need to get this down in a book. And that was one of the prompts to writing it, because ultimately, I help people from the early stages, from having that idea in their heads to actually having the published book in their hand. But unless you market it effectively, it's going to do nothing for your business. And that's the most important thing.
1: Exactly. Exactly. There's so many people who all say, I want to write a book. I want to write a book. And as we were talking about the other day, I said to you, I want to have written a book. I don't want to write a book. What's the major reason why people don't go ahead and write their book?
0: It really depends. Um, some people just don't know how to get started. They don't know how to actually put it, put their ideas into place. Some people, it's time, especially when the more successful you get, the more difficult it is to find time to actually write it. Um, and the third thing is confidence, you know, people worrying about, you know, what will people think, especially if you're writing something that involves talking about your story. It's not so bad for a practical book, but there's still those little gremlins that get in the way for some people. You know, what if people don't like it? What? Who am I to write a book? What if it's not good enough? And I went through all of that with my first and – And, you know, at some level for all of my books as well.
1: Yeah, and I've been through that just writing blog posts, let alone writing a book. And and yeah, you're right. There's a lot of fear about it being difficult, uh, not confident it's going to be good, how it's going to be received. There's all this fear going along there. And then there's also the technical nature in terms Mm. of how you structure a book and everything else. And I want to ask you all about that, but let me start with something really, really simple. How easy is it, to write a book and make a million?
0: Only a few people write a book and make a million. If you're well known, you're famous. Yeah, of course you're going to do that. But for most of us, it's just really one of the tools in our toolkit to actually help us to reach more clients, help us to make a bigger difference and help us to find more people who we can support and help. So um, yeah, very few people make a million from the book. It's all about things that come off the back of the book, the products, the programs, the, um, you know, being able to have your book, you know, around the globe and actually reaching more people in that way. So that's really where you're more likely to um, bring in an in income, but also make a bigger difference.
1: Okay. I get that at the end of the day, most of us who run a business, we do it more than just about money. We do it because actually we believe in what we're doing and we're hoping that we're making an impact somehow, either on our clients' lives or on our family's lives. You know, we we want something better. But let's face it, it takes time and effort to write a book. So here's me sitting on the fence, would love to have written a book, don't want to write the book because I'm probably just a bit too lazy or get distracted with different things. So what can you say to me to get me to get up and and write that book?
0: Um, Well, I can share with you exactly how I wrote my third book, Your Book is a Hook, which is uh, my six-step process to write a book. So going from idea in your head to planning to writing to publishing to marketing. The way I wrote that one back in, where are we now? So that was 2014, summer 2014. I ran an online program. What was it, 2014, 15? Anyway, I ran an online program. And I set up a program. I knew exactly what it was going to cover. I sold it. I had people sign up for it. I had to run it. And running the webinars once a week was the catalyst that made me write it. Because if I, you know, crap, I've got a webinar, you know, one o'clock on Friday lunchtime, I need to write that section. And that section became about the first 30,000, 40,000 words for the book. And then it took me me six months to go from idea to publication with that one because I had that motivation to actually get it written.
1: So you had that external accountability of having this – thing that was going to go on and and you had to have something for it.
0: Yeah, because I sold the program. People signed up because they wanted to know my process. So I had to actually write the words down and create the webinars and create the content. Although it was all in my head, I had to write it down. And, you know, that was really successful for me. And some of my clients do it that way. Some people write the book and then create the program. It really depends on, you know, how you work. But that's a great motivation to get it done.
1: It is. It is. And I've done the same myself is that I created my first online program. It was uh, an email marketing course. And uh, I just went and told people that I, that I was doing it, I was nearly done, and that I'd be launching it in April or whenever it was. Yeah. And because I told people that I was doing it and I was bringing it out and people were showing an interest in it, then I I had to do it because it would have yeah. been embarrassing otherwise. <laughs>
0: And that's why I say to all my clients when they write a book is tell people you're doing right from the very moment you're starting it. You know, even if you haven't even got a plan, because when you when you start talking about your book at that stage, you're doing a bit of market research. You're finding out what people want. You're starting to build a you know a hungry crowd of people who are interested in it. You can ask questions. You can get feedback on your blog posts. All of that is, is is really important to to help to build your community at the early stages. So very much like you've been doing, Clive, with with you did with that program.
1: Yeah, yeah. You mentioned about writing blog posts and other things as well. That's all good practice for writing a book, is it?
0: Yeah, definitely. I've been blogging since I started out in 2006. I've done weekly, normally weekly blogs. It's um, tailed off a little bit with the launch coming up. But there's always, I was asked a question earlier and I thought, I wrote it down, that, that would make a really good blog post. And really a book, is just a series of blog posts really. And you know, when you, when you write a blog regularly, you might find that some of your blog posts go into the book and some of your book becomes blog posts. So one of the things I always recommend people do is multi-purpose their content. Don't just write a blog and just do nothing with it. That could become a podcast, that could become a video, that could become a webinar, that could go into your book. And obviously, content from your book could be delivered in other um, ways as well.
1: Yeah, so this is evergreen content, recycling yeah. content, and mm-hmm. using it in lots of different ways and leveraging that content.
0: Of course, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, why create it once and do nothing with it when you could either go broader or deeper into a topic if you want to share more information.
1: Yeah, yeah. There are so many things that we can do to grow our business and we hear so many people say, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Is it really worth writing a book? Is it worth the effort?
0: I think so. I think it's worth the effort.
1: (laughs) You say that, your fifth book. What made you go ahead and do your second book?
0: Well, I said never again after my first book, um, infamously, and um, it's the thing that put me and my business on the map. I was a struggling coach before then. I interviewed a lot of successful coaches for my first book and I was sharing their knowledge and expertise. And it was the thing that made the difference to me. People started to see me in a different light. Even though a lot of the content in the book was from other people, I had articulated it. I had started to apply it to my own business and was seeing results. Um, so that's why I had to write the second one, which was more about my process, my system, my way of working um and then the third book came about because um i had one of those moments where i had a lot of people say karen you've written a couple of books how did you do it and i went well it's easy and they said no it's not can you help us and that was the transition to becoming the book mentor um just being asked you know lots and lots of times so you know the right book helps you to get more business the right book helps you to become um more credible it Allows people to experience you before they actually come and have a conversation with you. Um, You know, all of that's really important if you want to grow your business, in my view.
1: Yeah, yeah. So for you, it's not about writing a book to make a million, uh, to be the next Stephen King. And and great if you can, but it's recognizing that it actually was part of your overall business strategy and you was able to use that to to grow your business. In fact, it became your niche later on. But you, you said it made a big difference for you having written that first book. And what was the first book called? Um,
0: it was The Secrets of Successful Coaches.
1: The Secrets of Successful Coaches. And mm. just like a lot of us at that stage, you were still earning the right there as a, a professional coach yourself. But you'd learned yeah. enough to be able to teach other people. Yeah. yeah. And so it raises the question with me. If you are put yourself out as the expert in whatever field that you're in, when do you know that you're in the right place to be able to share that and talk like you're the expert listen to me pay attention and the reality is most of us we are still earning the right we're still learning We're you know we're never the finished article when is it the right time to to release that book
0: that's a really good question clive um and I don't think there's an answer we're all on the journey. I'm still on a book marketing journey i'm I'm not doing every single thing that I say in the book because actually, if you do everything that I talk about in book marketing made simple, you would be overwhelmed anyway. Yeah. but I'm still on the journey and you get to a stage when well, I think we we help our clients to do what maybe we wanted to do you know previously, so we may be a few years ahead of our clients and I think if you're too far ahead of your clients they're not going they're going to see it as such a void to uh, you know to overcome anyway. I think it's really about at some stage, you just feel like you know enough, and you know it really depends on the book as well. A lot of a sh- certainly in most of my books, I've shared a process. I've shared a this is the first step, this is the second step, third, fourth, based on what I know. And I must admit, if I went back to rewrite some of my earlier books now, it, they would probably develop even further. Um, or you share your story. So some of my clients are writing memoir-style books where they're sharing their own journey and what they've learnt on their journey to help other people going through something similar. So they're the main types of books that I work with. So it's it's just really, when are you ready? I don't think anyone's ever ready to do it. Sometimes you just have to make that decision and say, I'm doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it reminds me about a piece of advice that was given to me uh, quite some time ago uh, with my coaching practices because I I felt a bit of a fraud going out there as a business coach and I was just starting my own business at the time. You know, And the advice that was given to me is that you just have to be a step ahead. Yeah. You, to, to be seen as an expert by somebody else, you just need to know a little bit more or have a different perspective. And mm. and that's what you offered at that time. And, and obviously, people have learned from you and been able to use that.
0: Yeah, and a lot of my clients, they're an expert in what they're doing. And some of them earn more than I do because, you know, they are an expert in what they do. And yeah. I just help them with the process to write the book. So yeah. ultimately, they they know their thing inside out. And my job is to facilitate what they know and help them to turn it into a book. And yeah. yeah. So Lovely. you're never going to be ready, are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. And I, I think you're perf- You're perfectly right in that. How do we find, though, the right book for us?
0: So one of the things that I do when I work with clients is we look at their message, look at um, who is their ideal client, who so, and that should really be the ideal reader as well. What problems are they facing? What difficulties? Um, are they going through? Where do they need help? And then how the book is going to provide that solution, and how all of your knowledge and expertise is going to help that person to move from, you know, pretty much where they want to be, where they are now, to where they want to be. so, when I work with clients, we work on the process. So, we work on the step-by-step process to to do that. So, helping them to get clear on aligning their book to their business. And that helps it to be the right book. Being really clear on their topic and not trying to write too much. Because I think all of us, we've got so much knowledge we could put into a book. Yeah. But what is it for that book? You know, it, it may be that there's 20 books that need to be written, but the first book might give an overview and the first book might touch on something else. But always think about your reader's journey as well. So, where can you help them after the book? so the book isn 't just the overall thing and you want to sell thousands and thousands of copies. it 's also for those of them that need more support. How do you actually then help them to take the next step with you in a in a in a way that feels right
1: so is this what you did you before you put pen to paper or, or at least got the book finished, you'd actually thought about well, where does this the book sit within my overall marketing strategy? Uh, where do I want to take people? After they've read the book.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe not from the first one, but certainly it's something I've learned as, as I've gone on my own journey.
1: Yeah, yeah. Love it, love it. So can you tell me, like, you know, give us an example about how it would sit within somebody's overall strategy?
0: Um, certainly from a product funnel point of view, you know, you might have a free download on your website, which is the precursor for the book. Yeah. So if you're writing about um, how, to, how to deliver podcasts, the download, the lead magnet might be 10 um, reasons podcasts go wrong or something like that. And then from the book, you probably would have products, programs, one-to-one services. You know, you might have a membership program in there somewhere as well. So you'd be looking at sort of the, the reader's journey and then how you can help them. So yeah, it's just thinking about the process and just thinking about where the clients are.
1: Assuming that you've picked the right topic, you find a topic that is relating to the people that you want to connect with further. We're going to use this as a business tool. And I love that, uh, You know, thinking about how you're going to leverage it going forward. And I'll come back to that point. If we're going to get started and write this book, can you give us, say your top three tips in getting going and, and writing this book?
0: I think... Things I've already mentioned, like be really clear on who you're writing it towards and what yeah. they're going through, um, you need to be clear on why you're doing it. The why is going to be the thing that keeps you going, because um, I meet so many people who start a book and go, oh, I can do it, I can start my book, I can write my book, and then two years later they're still thinking about it. So we've we've got a process called the author's journey, when people go from dreaming to, you know, they think about it, they start dreaming about it, but very few people actually get to the publication phase, and, you know, my goal is to help as many people as possible to get through the whole whole process, to have that book in their hand so you know all of that's incredibly important and yeah and think about the next stage on the journey and I think the question you asked was how the book fits into your business and it is just really about having the plan the marketing plan that links into the book so uh, one of my clients uh, I did a book marketing weekend uh, recently and one of the things that we worked on over the weekend was um, what comes next? So she's launching her book the end of June, what comes next? So she's got uh, her book launch, obviously she's planning, so the book launch party. She's planning on doing the Amazon launch in September and she's also creating a product and program. So we started to map out her book into her first level product and looked at, you know, what people are going to get from it, the pricing, the value, and all of that. And, you know, when you're thinking about it from a business point of view, it's not about, as I said, it's not about the book in its entirety, it's about what people can go on and do if they need that further hand-holding or support.
1: Okay, okay. And what about the structure of a book? So you you decide that you're going to write a particular topic. Uh, How do you know how long to write for, Uh, how how to structure the book? Can Hmm. you talk to us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, certainly. When I work one-to-one with clients, the first thing we do is we sit down for a day together and we just do a whole plan. So we look at who it's for. And then I get the Post-it notes out, I get paper out, and we just map it out. Normally, by that stage, the person's got an idea of... What they're covering, and because obviously using post-its, you can move them around and you can see where things go, so they go away with a clear plan. Um, And whether you do a mind map or whether you do something like that, having a plan is important before you start writing. So, know what is your starting point, what are the individual chapters or sections, depending on it, on you know what you're writing about, and you know whether it's a journey or whether it's a story or whether it's a practical step. And if you've already got a system, you know that makes a great. Um, outline for a book so if you've got five steps in your process have a chapter for each step or a section for each step that makes it quite easy to share in that respect um, so yeah it's important to have a plan before you start otherwise you just sit in front of a computer or you know put your pen in your hand and you'll go and it could go anywhere couldn't it and it may yeah. not actually give you the result it, that you want
1: exactly exactly so by the sound of it it's um, my background obviously is trading and uh, it sounds yeah. very similar to create a training course, and as much as if I were going to do it. And yeah, sometimes we do do it with to- with post its. I think about okay, so what are the main topics I'm going to write about or, or talk yeah. about in my course, and then I, I break take each each topic and then I break that down into subtopics, and then I have a look at it and I kind of move things around until it's in a logical order. Mm-hmm. Would you advise writing the introduction and the summary first, last in the middle? You know.
0: I advise people to do it last but not everyone listens to me <laughs> 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 because it, I think I think it's hard to write an introduction about something you haven't written yet, so I would advise people to do it last, but a lot of people want to get out their head what they 're going to cover in the book, so they do start to write it first but certainly, I recommend you go back to it at the end and make sure it because a book evolves you know I work with somebody and they they have a plan, but it can evolve they do a bit of market they do a bit of market research they do a bit a bit of research on the topic, and they find that it evolves so some don't necessarily start and finish looking the same um but it gives you a starting point for it so i'd say yes write it at the end ideally but it doesn't always work that way
1: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely now we talked a bit about how you go about creating a book and finding the right book for you Uh, your book isn't just about writing a book that was your third book wasn't it
0: yeah yeah Yeah, this one's all about the marketing so as I said, you know, I, I, I recommend people start marketing it from the day they start to write it through to, you know, nurturing their community, building their community, launching it. Obviously, it's a great way of uh, marketing it at the launch time, but it's also about keeping the momentum going. I have too many people come to me and say, my book's on Amazon, what do I do now? When they've done none of the pre-work. So uh, one of the reasons for writing Book Marketing Made Simple is to get people to think about the marketing earlier. You know, don't worry about it until you've written it. Now, do, do worry about it before you've written it so you've got... All of that in place, and it doesn't have to be difficult. Sense of addicts but marketing made simple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. and, and I've read, I, I've read it uh, cover to cover now, uh, and it's full of uh, lots of case studies. So it's, it's not just the things as well that you've come up with. You've also gone out and spoken to some experts in different fields, like social media and podcasting and radios. And I'll tell you one thing I did like. There's a section here on podcasting and you talk about that. And The section on podcasting is about running your own podcast like I do. But later on, you talk about being a guest on a radio show, which is very similar to what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. You're a guest. One of the pieces of advice you give there is to send a book to the presenter before the show. And what did you do before we were on here today?
0: I have no idea.
1: What have you got in your hand there? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, so I'm. On the, uh, I, I do. I do walk my talk most yeah. of the time. <laughs> and,
1: and that's the point I wanted to make here because you sent me this book and and you know I'll always treasure that because you've you've signed it and put a little message in there for me and I I really appreciate that. I have very few physical books nowadays because I use Kindle most of the time, <laughs> uh, and I swore I never would, but I love Kindle now. Um, but the only books that I keep are these ones that have been signed and, and I really appreciate that because it gives me a chance to look through and the same for other people as well. If, you know, when they're a guest on a podcast or a radio show or whatever they do, uh, then they want somebody to have some idea about what it is that you've written and you're talking about. So well done you for walking the talk. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you give us some more ideas – podcasting radio shows, there are a couple of things you can do to launch your book. Can you give us some more ideas or perhaps like a a big picture as to how you could go about being a number one bestseller on Amazon? Yeah. um... (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, I'm doing it at the moment, so I can totally walk my talk at the moment. So, um, for the last few months, I've been working on my own Amazon launch plan. But the thing I really want to say, Clive, is your Amazon launch thing isn't about just becoming number one on Amazon that day. That is kind of the, the hook, the selling point that people want. But ultimately, the uh, whole idea of a launch is to get it out to as many people as possible, um, and which is obviously how we reconnected after, after we met a few years ago. Yeah. So, for my launch, you know, I've done things like I've contacted about two or 300 people who I know through various means, through email, through LinkedIn, through Facebook, through Twitter, and ask for help, really. Um, You know, who who can help me and how can I reciprocate as well? That's really important. So, you know, different ways in which people can help. They can send an email out to their mailing list. They can send something on social media. They can sign up for a thing called Thunderclap, which I'm trialing out at the moment to see if it works. Podcasts, radio shows. I did a a local TV show a couple of weeks ago, although that was to promote something else. Um, guest blog posts, there's so many things in which you can do. And ultimately, magazine article, what else have I done? Um, yeah, there's so many different ways. And the whole idea really is to get the book out to as many people as possible. Um, and that's really the, um, the goal between, behind an Amazon launch. And it's, I've been in business since 2006. I have got a really great community of people who are supporting me. I'm supporting them. And I think when you've got that, it makes it easier to do something like this.
1: Okay minimum period of time, how long do I want to be thinking about putting together my launch and reaching out to people and telling them what is coming and, and doing all the things that I need to do in order to get recognized as a bestseller? Not because I want to make money, that's nice, but because what that will do is give me the credibility and the social proof to show that I'm somebody worth listening to.
0: Yeah, I think my launch plan is about three months, but I wasn't doing a huge amount in the beginning. I was just putting a feelers out. So certainly one magazine I wanted to be featured in, I know that she would um, plan a couple of months in advance, but I wasn't doing a huge amount. The Most of the work has been, probably been taking place in the last six months. And I know a lot of people that have got to number one on Amazon because they put their book at 99p or free, so they've done that. But for me, I think it's more about, it's not necess- as I said, it's not necessarily about hitting the number one spot. It's about reaching more people. And you can only do that through the power of people and the power of collaboration and actually um, you know, working with each other to actually make it happen. Yeah. Um, and it's also, remember, it's not over when the launch is over. Um, but one of the things I have been doing, which um, your listeners might be interested in, I've documented everything that I've done so I can share that afterwards. So there will be a program that will come out afterwards that basically with templates, with everything I've done so people can just basically replicate it. I've done the hard work. They don't have to. They can just basically go, oh, Karen did this. Let's put my book title in here. Let's put my you know, things in here. And they can literally take it and use it because, yeah, I've done it. I did it, did it for my first two books very successfully. I didn't do it for my second two, my third my third and fourth one. I didn't do the Amazon launch thing. I did a book launch party. Um, but if I had my time again, I think I would have done it for your book as a hook.
1: Oh, okay. I just wanted
0: to get it out. there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm the same, actually. Once I do something, I want to get it out there. And, and sometimes I completely skip over this launch period. And the launch period is important because it gives you traction. Yes. And it
0: gives you a focus to actually market your book. It gives you a plan. It gives you a, it gives you a, a deadline to actually do it. I think yeah,
1: that's important. Yeah, sure. Uh, I want to come back to a point that you mentioned earlier about reciprocity. And that was interesting. It's something that I saw you do with me because as soon as I said to you, I mean, you reached out to me via LinkedIn, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and you, you asked if I could share it. And I said, yeah, hey, I can do better than that. Come on the show. And immediately you were saying, yeah, what can I do for you? Uh, how important is this?
0: I think it's really important because, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine, and we can support each other. The only way we can survive in business, I think, is through collaboration rather than competitiveness. Um, we've probably both got a similar audience, but we can both help each- help our audience by working together and providing more content and more information they can do something with.
1: Yeah, together we're better.
0: Yeah, definitely
1: yeah yeah love it love it you mentioned thunderclap what is it yeah
0: It's like an online flash mob. It's um, basically uh, you sign up to Thundercloud. So I I create a post that um, I would like loads of people to send out on a particular day. And you just say, yes, I'm happy for Twitter to send this post out to all of my connections on this particular day. So it's like scheduling a tweet, but it's a little bit more than that. I'm not sure if it's going to give me the results I want, but I'm trialing it. Again, I'm trialing it for clients to be able to give them feedback and say, these are the things I did. This is what worked the best. This didn't work so well. So people can learn from what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there is so much interest at the moment in online programs and workshops and things, particularly for those people in the same space as we are, where uh, we're working with people who are looking to grow their business right now. Why go out and work it all out yourself when you can pick up a book or go online and look it up? And better yet, why not go and spend time with a person who actually can teach you how to do it? And, and so this for you is, a, I, I'm guessing, a logical step. People in your audience want this, you can give them some practical how to's in your book. And then if they want more help, well, then go on your workshops.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um... Some people, some people have read, read uh, a couple of people I know have read your book as a hook, and they followed the steps, and they've written a book. And we've got a really great relationship because I love it. People take action, they follow the process, they do it themselves. Of course, I want to help more people personally because I can, I know I can make a bigger difference. Um, but ultimately, there'll be some people who who get enough information to do it, and there's other people who go, actually, I want to be handheld every step of the way. Uh, you know, this is what I really want. I want to do a really good job. I want it to be amazingly professional, and actually, I don't want to. You know, I need someone else to maybe put me up the backside every so often as well to keep me on track which is what a a reason why a lot of my one-to-one clients work with me because they do get handheld every step of the way they've got a question they've got a problem they come to me they've got a success we can share it and celebrate
1: yeah so doing it with a buddy or doing it as part of a community that's something that you believe is going to help people see it through
0: Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah Okay, when I do a training course, one of the slides I often put into uh, a training course toward the end is I have this slide that says where you might get stuck. And I have a picture of Winnie the Pooh getting stuck in this hole (laughs) Uh, (laughs) looking for the honey. So if we had that slide up now where you might get stuck writing and launching your book, what would the advice be?
0: Have a conversation with me, I think. <laughs> everyone Everyone's different at the end of the day. I think if if you're stuck with confidence, you're stuck with your gremlins, um, you can work with a coach to get through it. I work um, really closely with a clean, clean language coach. You can help people in that situation. You can, you know, if you're stuck with the process, you know, sometimes, it, again, you know, I'd be happy to talk through the process with people, you know, because – writing a book is one thing and then you've got to go through it. What do I do next? I've got this manuscript. Where do I take it? Um, and I'm really lucky. Um, when I started out as the book mentor, I wanted to create a one-stop shop for clients so they could come to me, they could write their book, they could get it edited and published, which is what I can do now. Um, again, you know, why... I know so many people that have tried to do it themselves, and they've got stuck on that journey, you know, because they've not found the right designer, or they've not found the right publisher, or um, you know, they don't know what works and what doesn't work. Um, so yeah, being stuck is one of the things I come across all the time, and I've been stuck myself. So I normally know if if I can. Oh gosh! When well, I interviewed Michael Neal for my first book, he said something along the lines of, "If if you've got seven ways of getting stuck, and I've got eight ways of getting you unstuck, I win." I'll never forget that. I like that. So, so yeah, my job is to help people to get unstuck.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what if you don't believe you're very good at the writing process? Is that a huge barrier?
0: It can be. I do have clients who are writing books and English is not their first language or they suffer from dyslexia. Um, And that's why I work with a really great editor and proofreader who can help them to work through that type of thing. So I don't think it needs to be a barrier, but it can be a barrier for some people
1: yeah yeah excellent and of course we have copywriters these days so is that affordable for people to get hold of a copywriter and
0: yeah and into, certainly yeah. somebody to I would recommend all books get edited um, yeah. when, when you get to the end stage there's various, various people who can help you can have a developmental editor who helps you to develop the book who will take some of your ideas, develop them further? Especially important for a memoir. I'm my fourth book, *The Mouse of Wars*, was memoir in style, and I worked with a really good friend of mine who helped me to shape that. Um, and then you've got copy editors and proofreaders. Before. The lady I used does a, a proof edit; she calls it where she basically proofreads it and also edits edits for consistency, grammar. Because I, you know, I. I I'm, I'm OK, but I often wonder where to put the apostrophe and, you know, things like that. And but to work with somebody who can do that for you, it gives you a professional product. You know, your book is your brand at the end of the day. And you want it to, if you're going to use it to build your business, it needs to reflect your brand and it needs to be good.
1: I, I like that. Your book is your brand.
0: Yeah, it is. It's part of your brand, isn't it? It's, it needs to you know, have your professional photo on the back. It needs to be aligned to your business. It needs to, if you want a book to do something for you, it needs to be, it's got to be a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking about, there's a couple of clients I'm working at the moment. They're, they're people who are trying to position themselves as public speakers. and They want to go and do uh, motivational talks. And we look at what's happening out there and who are the, the motivational speakers, the successful speakers, most of those people have already written a book.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I was on a webinar last night actually that um, somebody I know was running and she was interviewing somebody else and he was recommended, you need to read this, you need to, you know, this person I learned a lot from and he's got this book and, you know, it is the thing that most people who want to get into that space are doing right now.
1: Is that your book he's holding up?
0: No, it wasn't my book. It was someone else's book, relevant to his topic, not my topic. uh, He just
1: hadn't read your book at that time. He (laughs) he hasn't
0: yet. You know, I'm sure we'll connect and I'm sure he'll read it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Now, I want to ask you one more thing before I give you a chance to put anything else out there. And that's, what about format?
0: The format of the book
1: itself? Yeah, yeah. You see ebooks, uh, yeah. What about audio? What's the best format? Should we do them all? Is it best to keep it simple?
0: Um, I was talking to one of my clients earlier, actually, and he uh, originally published his in an ebook. Launched his physical book a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we had a Skype call. He was, uh, I've got a copy, but he was showing it to me, and he said that's made a huge difference to my business. Actually, having something physical, I can hold in my hand. Um, You know, it's it looks good, and I think from a format point of view, um, the right designer is key. I've got a brilliant designer that I work with who does a bespoke internal design um, and also external design. So that you know, people do judge a book by its cover at the end of the day. Um, So format is key. Um, Certainly. I've I've got books in Kindle and physical, um, and audiobooks are great as well. I talk about audiobooks in the book. I've not done an audio version of Book Marketing Made Simple. It is on my agenda, but probably for later this year. Yeah, uh, I'm the sort of person that prefers Kindle and physical books, but I've had a lot of people say, are your books coming out on audio because they like it, and I've got a studio I work with. I just need to put the date in the diary, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Just one thing to add, Clive, is when yeah. you do have your book available in different formats, you I said you will have people who buy different formats. You know, they buy the books, they want it in their hand, but they also want to listen to you when they're at the gym, whether they're, you know, doing I don't know, walking the dog or whatever. So having it in multiple formats is good and it also meets the needs of different people as well. You know, going back to the training example, everyone's got different learning styles. So it's just finding a way that works.
1: Excellent. Excellent. And I was thinking as well, obviously, what we talked about so far is using your book as part of the the sales process and, and part of uh, a piece of content that you would provide in order to, to segue to future work. Well, I also was thinking, if you sat down with a client who's somebody who's just started working with you, and if they've not already picked up your book, it'd be a great thing to present to them. And what would that say about the future of your relationship together?
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I, you probably guess I do that anyway. <laughs> if they haven't already got a copy, they normally, I remember one client I went to, I said, I was, I was ready to go and see her. And I just took one of every, all of my books and just gave you, there were four at the time, and she had them all. So, um, because I thought based on where she was in her business, it would be valuable. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately, having the book allows you to get known for what you do referrals and recommendations is where I get most of my clients and it would be the the same for a lot of my clients as well through having the book it enables people to get to know what they do and so they become that go-to person which is ultimately one of the huge benefits of of writing the book in the first place
1: yeah love it love it Uh, I'm going to ask you for your final tip in a minute before we wrap up but before we do uh, so no pressure just get thinking (laughs) before we do if somebody wants to get hold of you right now and they want to get your book, this is your chance to plug it, how do they do that?
0: Um, well, the official um, Amazon launch for Book Marketing Made Simple is on the 7th of June and I'll be promoting it. I'll probably be doing Facebook Lives, which totally takes me out of my comfort zone to actually launch it on that day. And there's loads of bonuses when people buy it on the day. Um, if you go to bookmarketingmadesimple.com, so that's www.bookmarketingmadesimple.com. So whether it's pre-launch, launch, or even you know, many months' time, you can find out more about the book, how to get hold of it. Um, and if you want to find out more about me, I'm, my website is LibreTag librotas.com, l-i-b-r-o-t-a-s.com, and I'm on the usual social media, and at librotas on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and Karen Williams librotas on LinkedIn and Instagram.
1: Excellent, excellent. So what I'll do is I'll make sure that I'll take all of those links there. The bookmarking made simple.com, obviously for the book launch, uh, librotas.com. I'll put all of those links on the show notes page, so that if people want to get hold of you, they can do that uh karen it's just been brilliant having you on today thank you (laughs) just your final tip if we were going to walk away now and you've got this one last chance to tell me the most important thing about writing my book and getting it out there even if it's something you've mentioned already what would it be
0: if you've got the dream of doing it just do it you know you You've got to start somewhere. And, you know, with with many people, they might want to write a book and they want it to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect first time. You can always do a second edition later. You can write a second book. Just do it because you won't know what you know and you won't be able to showcase your expertise until you actually get your words down on paper. And also don't try and do everything by yourself. You know, get a buddy, get a mentor, get a coach, Um, you know, have a conversation with me. I'd love just to be able to put people on the next step of their journey.
1: Love it. Love it. So just do it. And don't do it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wasn't she great? Earlier in the week, I was speaking to Jeff Spires, the guest from last week's show. He was saying he'd reviewed the episode after I released it, and he thought that I had a voice for radio. Now, (laughs) I think he meant to say that I've got the face for radio, far more accurate. But certainly for Karen, she certainly doesn't have a problem with her looks, and she really does have a voice for radio. I just could listen to her forever. Um, Great tips there shared by Karen Williams. If you want to pick up her new book, which launches on the 7th of June, what I've done is put a link in the show notes page where you can go and and get that. Listen, do Karen a favor. If you're thinking about getting this, go and get it for the launch as well. So you can get her up on the Amazon uh, bestseller list. That'd be really cool. She's done it before. Let's help her do it again. I have read the book. There's some good tips in there. So if you're thinking about writing and launching a book, then definitely go and get it. And you might want to check out her other books as well. All the links for that, as well as Thunderclap and anything else that we've mentioned today, then I've put the links on the show notes page. So go check that out. It's all available for you at getrealaboutbusiness.com forward slash 16. That's almost it. But before we leave, I just want to tell you about next week's show. Now, I feel really fortunate because I seem to be having a run of some great speakers coming on the podcast here. Um, I feel really honored and humbled and next week we've got a friend of mine and high performance coach Will Polston. Will Polston is not only an excellent speaker he runs his own events very motivational kind of guy but he's also an expert when it comes down to creating high performance in individuals and teams. So I'll be introducing you to Will Polston next week as we talk about what high performance means and what you can do to get more of it. That's it for now. Thanks for being here. Thanks for getting to the end of the show. I've been Clive Maloney. Here's to you and your highly successful business.